Hello, and welcome to the One Small Action Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Freeman. Thank you for joining me today. If this is your first time, I appreciate that you're here. If you're coming back for another episode, thank you for coming back. My hope of this show is to take things that I've seen personally and professionally and talk about how we can be personally accountable to this action. It is through action that we get better, and personal accountability is the way. The only thing we can control is what we can control. Everything else is out of our control. So if we can learn to focus on the actions that we can take to get better, we can improve. And that is really the goal in life, to improve just a little bit each day until we get to where we need to be. So thank you for joining me today, and I hope you find something in this podcast that is useful for you. Episode 120. What does that mean? Well, 20 is my favorite number. Has been for a really, really long time. Of course, it's the number I wore when I was competing, playing sports, basketball, football, baseball. I wore some other numbers also, but 20 was that one that stuck. So we're on episode 120. And... We're exactly one week away from my 45th birthday. So we're starting this podcast with a whole bunch of numbers. About to be 45, 20 is my favorite number. My daughter just turned 17. What does all that mean? I'm approaching two years with my girlfriend. It's really easy to take numbers and prescribe like meaning to the number. Shoot, it's really easy to take anything and give meaning to it. The way someone responds to you, you can put meaning around that. You can make it about you. You could fail to have the empathy and compassion that maybe they're going through something and that had nothing to do with you. It's really easy to see a shooting star on a night that you're down and think that's the sign. It's going to turn it around. That's the moment. It's really easy to see a day's worth of cancellations and decide it's the end of your business. That the drum's not going to beat any longer. Meaning making uh, from us humans that are meaning making machines is really easy to do. We try to assign meaning to everything. There's a reason that that bug is black. And in some cases, that meaning is sufficient or maybe correct or maybe the right way to look at something. And in other cases, it's not so concrete. We've determined that the stock of corn growing across the alleyway is green 
we've also determined that it was corn. So therefore, when I describe it to someone, I would say a green stalk of corn and an image would settle in. We would get a picture of that and kind of go, I, I know what that looks like. I know what that is. But it gets dangerous when we make meaning to things that aren't so concrete. Like driving down the street and seeing a specific number and deciding that it was a sign or a message. It doesn't have to be dangerous, but it can get dangerous. It's a slippery slope. See, if you're not attached to the meaning, then it's not so dangerous. But if you make meaning of something and find out that is not actually indeed what it means, that's, that's where things can get tough. I've, I've been having some really vivid dreams. And in those dreams, I've consulted some higher order therapists, if you will, and some believe that they have meaning, unresolved lessons, things that are appearing that maybe I'm supposed to learn that I've yet to learn, things that maybe I'm just not quite yet understanding, so they're coming back in the dream. And then others say, pay, don't pay much attention to it. It's a recurring dream, one of them. This I have this recurring dream that I'm trying to punch my father, and he's just laughing at me. And I can't produce power. I, I can't seem to to hit him hard enough. But then I had that dream, and it wasn't my dad. It was an old mentor of mine, old coach. And I started to think about, like, man, I grew up without much of a male presence in my life. I didn't have a lot of uh, mentorship in the traditional form of what male mentorship is supposed to look like. And for years, I believed it was supposed to be my father that was supposed to teach me certain things. And then this coach slash uh, my first boss from my very first job, I worked for his company uh, out of college, my first job out of college, first important career-driven job. I don't want to say important, actually. I had a really important job in college uh, working with special needs kids. Uh, probably the most, one of the most rewarding jobs I've ever done. But back to the, the mentor. It was my first career start, and I thought, hey, this guy's going to show me the way but I was only shown the way to a shared desk situation in a kitchen with 20 other people. 
I wasn't given much more instruction than that. I was asked to figure it out on my own, which has consistently been my upbringing to figure things out on my own. And in doing so, you don't learn to ask for a lot of help. But going back to the dream, I'm like, all right, hey, I'm tr- I'm trying to, you know, hit, and I don't know if it's an angry punch, but I'm really trying to get the attention of this mentor. So, um. Maybe asking to to be seen, to be valued. So then I ask myself, am I seeing myself? Am I valuing myself? Am I proud of myself? So fast forward from that dream to a camp I've done recently. It was a men's camp weekend. It's really, really amazing. And one of the things we did there was called a hero's journey and on that journey that I was taking um, I was able to confront some things and one of the things that I was able to confront was that I've never really truly been proud of any of my own accomplishments it's always on to the next accomplishment and so I start thinking about that dream and kind of go hey I didn't have these mentors to lead me And I'm trying to get their attention, hoping they will show me something or at least say, hey, you're doing a good job. And I started to think like, man, that that was me. I taught me in most cases. I was my own mentor and I need to be proud of myself. Now, that's a lot of connection and correlation that may or may not be indeed true. I don't know that any of that is uh, exactly what any of those dreams mean, but I was bringing some meaning to those dreams. And at the same time, whatever led me to being able to look in the mirror and say, I'm proud of you, Matthew, and really like recognize the accomplishments I have made, whether it be a dream that was nudging me or a men's retreat where I was able to be vulnerable and open in a safe environment, I got there. And I can truly say I'm, I am proud of myself. I've accomplished a considerable amount of things in in my lifetime. And I didn't really know what I was going to talk about when I jumped on here, but on the eve of my 45th birthday, uh, it's not the eve, it's the week eve. So I still got one more week. Um, I find myself a little introspective and, and interesting the way that the scheduling is gone this summer. I've found myself having a, a great deal of of time, a little more time than normal. 
And uh, I believe it's not coincidental. This is time to to reflect, refresh, and connect because I'm about to be busy again. A lot of vacations, a lot of individuals taking some time. I'm coaching a lot of kids, and they got summer camps and whatnot, and it's just a uh, the way things go. And then we we've taken some vacations. In fact, we're going away this weekend for a couple days. But um, on the, on this pre forty fifth birthday like thought pattern that I'm I'm kind of thinking out loud to myself and looking at a few things. It's kind of going like, what's the next stage? Now I'm proud of myself, proud of my accomplishments, but now what? I I work hard to be healthy and fit in such a way that I'm hoping that I'll live into my 90s, you know? So if I got another 45 years, there's a lot of time to accomplish some things. Time to regroup. Refresh, recreate. I got this wonderful job where I help people, man, be proud of themselves, interestingly enough. Interestingly enough, the job that I have often leads to me helping people see their own value and be proud of themselves. So weird, huh? That's what life does. That's how life goes. And I've learned so many lessons. I believe that I've been a pretty good father overall. I believe that I've been a a pretty good businessman overall. Not the X's and O's of business, but just the providing a service and letting my values dictate the type of business I get to do as an introvert doing an extroverted business. Um, I'm pretty proud of that. I realized that being the forward face of the company and being the forward face that's interacting with individuals all day, it doesn't leave a lot of um, energy or energy energetic um, gas in the tank to do some of the backside business stuff. Um, But that's something I'm taking a look at too moving forward. How do I restructure my business more like a business, operate more like a business, um, set it up in such a way, a foundation that I could do more business. Maybe it's apparel, maybe it's more online clients. Maybe I do do decide to finish my master's and add uh, a master's in psychology and and allow myself to do some coaching. Or maybe maybe it's not a master's, but maybe it's a it's a highly respected coaching certification. All those things are very possible. We don't have infinite time. But all good things take time. This this getting healthy thing, I've been I've been at it 
now since 2009, consciously, October 2009 was the beginning of my health journey, which has blossomed into a career in health. And that means I'm going on 14 years of lifting and learning, always learning, always learning. You don't get to stop learning. If you stop learning, you're shrinking. You shouldn't want to stop learning. It's all part of life. And I think that I like to live a simple one. That's that's something I'm learning about myself. I don't I don't want too much extravagance. I used to think that I wanted that. But more and more, I feel like I want to live in a small farm town where I know everyone. And uh, there's one big local gym, maybe two. Everyone goes there and works hard. I don't know. I don't know. But one thing I know is that as I sit in this gym right now, the lab, Call it the lab. I'm really, really proud of what I've cre- what I've created in here with the help of my wonderful girlfriend. We have a beautiful garage gym and then a studio. Her studio, my garage gym, our studio and our garage gym. But uh, it's really pretty in here. Uh, we did a really good job on it. And some people are making some really good progress in this. I'm super grateful that I've gotten to work with kids this summer. I love working with the youth. I think they need mentorship, which takes me back to the dream. Not that any one of the kids that I've had the chance to work with doesn't have great parents. But we learn things also outside of our parents. I mean, shoot, we we take one of our children to a trainer, even though both of us are trainers, because it's good for her to hear a voice that's not ours. So back to what I what I started with when I started this ramble was making meaning of things. What does it mean to turn forty five? Honestly, it's just another day in the life, I think. A lot of people will be like, oh, my God, I'm getting older. Oh, man, I'm losing muscle mass. I can't lose weight anymore. But that's all just a, a mindset. I'm honestly more more fit at 45 than I was at 22. Started adding a lot of like agility back into my training to, to, to keep reaction time and keep pliability in the feet and ankles. I do have to recover a lot harder, and that one I'm still, still learning. Still learning how to recover harder. I'll tell you guys this. In summary. 
I'm going to keep this at 20 minutes since we started with the number 20 in episode 120. I'll tell you this. I am very, very grateful for what I get to do, for the people I get to interact with. And for my own personal desire to continue to grow and evolve, not allow things that used to trigger me and send me into an outrage to to send me there. And now it's time to take control financially, get smart with my money. I know how to make it, but now it's time to get smart. So I think that's what what I'm going to do moving forward. I think that's got to be a focus. I'd love to hear what your focus is going into the next year. What are your goals? What are you going to attack? And as always, I'm grateful for all of you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Well, that's a wrap on another podcast episode. Thank you for joining me today, and thank you for listening all the way till the end. I really do appreciate and value each and every one of you. If you want to help me out, you can share the show by screenshotting and tagging me on Instagram at Coach Matthew Freeman, Coach M-A-T-H-E-W Freeman, or by leaving me a five-star review, but only if it's five stars, right? I don't want any bad reviews. No, your authenticity means the world to me, so leave the review that's relevant to you. The last way you can help me is by sending me a DM of things that you want to hear in the future that we can learn together and grow together with, because that's really the point of this show. So before I leave you today, just remember, take one small action towards getting better, and you're well on your way. Thanks again, and have a wonderful day.